why don't you just maybe just stand for a minute, maybe raise a hand or two. Just, I, I just have a feeling that people are ready to receive from God. You know, we don't come to church to kind of learn about God. We come to have an encounter with God. And as we praise Him, as we worship Him, we know that He wants to speak into our lives. And maybe you just want to say, God, I just, I'm ready to receive from you. Come on, here's his presence. I'm ready to receive from you, God. God, I need I need a word. I need a breakthrough. I need an answer. Maybe things I feel confused about, things I feel stuck in. God, I need you to bring a breakthrough this morning. I'm ready to hear from you. You've got the answers. You've got the solutions. You've got the way. God, I'm ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Why don't you take a seat? Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, I was impressed with the, uh, the baby dedications. Two of the guys are f- from my e-group, so I was thinking, come on, Nathan, one for the team. Come on, man. Next time. Anyway, hey, um, he doesn't look impressed. Uh, hey, uh, Leading into Shout, if you've been around this church for a bit, we talked a lot about breakthrough, 52 days of breakthrough, and a lot of people had testimonies of God bringing some kind of breakthrough. Just put, how many people would say God brought some kind of breakthrough in their life in that period leading up to Shout? So put your hand up high so everyone can see. So isn't that amazing? God was doing incredible breakthroughs. But, but here's my next question. How many people here got all of the breakthrough that you were hoping for? Right, I want, I want to help you understand that, because that's actually a thing. A whole lot of us got some level of breakthrough, and yet we're carrying on now through the rest of the year going, but God, there's more. And, and, and I want to um, kind of unpack that a bit about how you unlock more breakthrough, how you step into the greater breakthrough that you still know God has for you. And so I want to talk really about... Uh, uh, Kind of a real simple kind of thing. I believe God's calling us to celebrate, literally to sing with the breakthrough that we're in the midst of before this. And this is, I feel like God sent me here this morning to to tell some of you this, that you might feel that you're still stuck in a situation, that you're trapped, that you can't see your way ahead. But the, but the first breakthrough you need to know is God has broken through to you. God has broken through every obstacle that you think has got you trapped, and he's broken through to you. We often think that breakthrough is, God, you'll just, breakthrough means my circumstances change. I want to tell you that the first breakthrough is God breaks through into the prison that you're stuck in. It's not the situation out there that the breakthrough changes. It's the prison in your own mind and heart. It's the guilt, the shame, the disappointment disappointment, the confusion, and I've come here to tell you this morning that God has break, broken through to you. He is there with you, and then thirdly, He is now leading you out from that place, so He's broken through into our captivity. He's leading out from that place, and He invites us to start celebrating and singing that we're on our way to our complete breakthrough. Come on, this morning God wants you to celebrate that he's broken through to you and he's leading you out into all that God has. And you may not be there yet in terms of everything you've believed for, but you're not where you used to be and God is leading you into everything he's got for you. There's a verse that we often uh, 
mention the first line, Psalm 68 verse 6, God sets the lonely in families, but it's the second line, he leads out the prisoners with singing. That sums up this message for this morning. He leads out the prisoners with singing. He breaks into your captivity where the prisoners are, and he walks you out with singing, with your singing, that you are on the way to your breakthrough. You're on the way to freedom. And, 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 and you're singing because God has come to you. God has broken through to you. You are not alone in a little world of doubt or confusion or hurt. God has broken through. He's standing right next to you. He's, he's broken through every obstacle that's kept you in that place, and he's now walking out of that place with you. Um, if you look at the context of this whole psalm, it's sing to the God, sing praise to his name. goes on to and then the verse that we did, verse 6, at the end of the psalm, which is my machine's just stopped. Um, the end of the psalm. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praise to the Lord. It's co- come on, he's leading the prisoners out with singing and the callers. Come on, sing. Come on, start to celebrate. Come on, you may not have stepped into all that you are, but start singing now because he's leading you out. And the whole psalm starts with this, um, may God arise, may his enemies be scattered. Our hope is that God steps up. God breaks into your world. God comes to you and he starts leading you out and we're walking with him singing and celebrating. Today, I pray that you begin to celebrate that you are on the way out of your prison and into your freedom. You are singing as he leads the prisoners into freedom. He leads his prisoners out with singing. Um, I don't know, some people, when they think about the Bible and church, they have this idea it's all about a whole lot of rules, like an Old Testament, maybe Moses with the Ten Commandments. And then maybe Jesus comes along and he kind of softens it a bit and he makes it a bit easier or nicer. I want to tell you that's completely wrong. The Bible starts with a book called Exodus. It comes from a Greek word, ex means out of, and hodos means road. The Bible is a story of God making a way out of your slavery, out of your captivity. He doesn't come and put a whole lot of rules or regulations. He walks into where you're stuck, and he makes a way out of there. Come on, the Bible is a story of God's intervention. And in some way... I. I want to kind of dump a whole lot of big picture Bible stuff to show you this is the story of the Bible, that God is the God who leads prisoners into freedom with singing. Um, If you look at back in the Old Testament, the, the people of Israel were prisoners. They were slaves in Egypt, and God speaks to Moses and just says, I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about them, so what? So I have come down to rescue. See, the first move of God is not you get out of there. The first move of God is I'm coming into your captivity. I'm coming into your world. I'm going to break into where you are, and I'm going to lead you out of there. And this morning, I want you, if you're, if you're not sure, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling a bit Look, I want to say God looks at your misery and he says, I'm coming down to you. I'm going to break through to you. Nothing is going to stop me coming down to you, putting my arm around you, and then we're going to walk out of this. And you're going to walk out of this with singing. You're going to walk out of this with celebration. Um, ah, 
Hopefully you know this, people know this, but the prince of Egypt is the story of this. So get, the Old Testament is not founded on a giving of a whole lot of laws. The Old Testament is founded on a great act of liberation. God set the prisoners free. God set them free, if you know the story, that they were prisoners, they were slaves, they were burdensome. That sounds like a part of your life. I got good news for you. This is a story about how God operates. This is a story about the character of God. And so God comes to them in the person of Moses. I'm not gonna leave you where you are. I'm gonna break into your world and we're gonna come out of there. Come on, this morning I want faith to arise and big chains are gonna fall off you because God is not gonna leave you there. He's gonna break into your world and he's gonna walk you out of there. And there's this opposition, this Pharaoh who kind of represents this power that's like, I'm not letting them go. And over our lives, there's some powers that go, you're not coming out of this place. But you want to realize there's a showdown happening with God. God said, God wants you to know, I have broken through every power that wants to keep you in captivity, and I'm going to walk you out of this place. And so I don't know if you know, they had these 10 plagues where they kind of this power encounter escalates. Let them go, no, okay, I'll turn the Nile into blood. Let them go, no, okay, I'm gonna send uh, frogs. Let them go, no, okay, I'm gonna send light. It all escalates, but here's the deal. Here's what you need to know. All of these represent the gods of Egypt. It's this escalation where God smashes through every power that's holding them back. He breaks through every obstacle that's gonna hold them so that they're free to go. You know, the Nile was one of their gods. The first, he turns it into blood. Near the end, the sun was their high god. He makes it go dark. Finally, the Pharaoh was regarded as divine. He, he uh, kills his oldest son. He's basically saying, I'm smashing through every one of those gods that's holding you. God is determined to smash through every obstacle that's holding you in captivity. God is gonna break through everything because he's gonna break through and come to you so that he can walk you out of that place. Um, he, uh, if you know the story, they then get out and they come to the Red Sea and there's no way forward. And sea often represents some chaos. And then Moses parts the sea. They walk through and then the Pharaoh is chasing them. How many people know you start to get a bit of freedom and you feel like these things are chasing you back? Like, I'm not gonna let you go. Yeah, you thought you got free for a couple of weeks, but I'm gonna chase you down. I'm taking you back. You're mine. And one of the great lessons of this story is then the seas fall back up and the Pharaoh's drowned in there. That's a, that's a symbol of baptism. Come on, your enemies got drowned in the waters. They tried to hold you and they couldn't hold you because God has broken through. But here's, here's the thing. I don't know if you realize this. When they got to the other side, they sang a song. Do you know this is the first instance of singing in the Bible? Seriously, they sang because God had set them free. They sang because God had broken through. They sang because God had broken through to them and then walked them out. They weren't yet in the promised land, they weren't yet, but they were singing on the way as God led them out. Come on, that's what it means to be a Christian today. We're singing on the way, celebrating that God broke through and we're on the way to our promises. We're on the way to, of course, no one got all their breakthrough because we're on the way, but here's the point, we sing on the way. We celebrate on the way and that just brings more and more breakthrough. Come on, God is determined 
that the way we move forward in breakthrough is we celebrate on the way. You know, he goes on to talk about, he, the Lord is my strength, but he has become my salvation. God came to me and he's leading me out. And then it says, Miriam, Aaron's sister, um, sang as well and said, sing to the Lord. He's highly exalted, both horse and driver, he's hurled into the sea. We sing because we're on the way to our breakthrough. Come on, we sing because he came into our lives and he set us free. We sing because he's broken through every obstacle that's held you back. We sing because he's broken every chain that's holding us. And I'm on my way to my final breakthrough. Come on, I've seen enough to start celebrating as I walk into greater levels of breakthrough. Come on, this morning God wants to encourage you. You're on your way to your breakthrough. I want, he, so so we, what is breakthrough? We celebrate because God has broken through to us and God is now leading you out. That's, that's the kind of picture of it. That's the, that's the foundation of the Old Testament in the book of Exodus. You know, a thousand years later, it happened to them again. They got carried off as prisoners to Babylon. They're in exile. They're in bondage. They're prisoners again. And... Um, and Isaiah the prophet starts prophesying to them. And he says what? He says this, a highway will be there. It'll be called, a, God is gonna make a way out of this. That's the promise of God. I'm gonna, where you're in captivity, I'm gonna come to you, I'm gonna break you out of there, and I'm gonna make a way back into your purposes. He goes on to say, and what? And the ransom of the Lord shall return, and they'll come to Zion with singing. Do you get it? This is how the Bible works. We're prisoners in a place. God breaks into that place and he leads us out and we're singing on our way to the promises of God. Come on, you're invited to sing on the way to the promise of God. I I ain't there yet, but I'm singing on the way. I'm celebrating on the way because my breakthrough's coming. You know, he goes on to, uh, and he refer, oh no, we'll come back to that later. The context of this, so they're away, they're 1,500 kilometers away from home, in prison, and all around them is desert and wasteland. I don't know if that speaks to some of us today. There's some areas in my life that I feel trapped, and it feels like a wasteland. And God's word comes to them. Come on, the wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom. Come on, God is going to make a way out of there. Maybe your marriage feels like a wasteland and barren. Come on, it's going to start to flower and bloom again. Come on, maybe your faith is feeling like a wasteland. Come on, God's going to make a way and it's going to start to blossom again. Maybe your family feels like a wasteland. Come on, God's going to make it flower and blossom again. Your career, come on, God is going to make a way. That's what he does. That's his business. He breaks into our captivity and he breaks into the point of wasteland and wilderness and he leads us back home. Come on, you're on your way home. Don't accept the wasteland. Um, it goes on, and, and, and here's the thing. Come on, strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Be strong and do not fear. Why? Your God will come. See, this is the first part of breakthrough. Not that your situation changes, not that you break out, but that God breaks into you. 
God, I got good news for you this morning. God has broken through every obstacle to get to you. God is really close. You might feel you're in a little prison all alone. No one understands. But God has broken through to you today. And so your victory is assured because he's broken through so he can now lead you out of that. Come on, it's coming. And these are the kind of things that then happen. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame will leap like a deer, the mute tongue shout for joy, water will gush. Come on, life is returning. Freedom is returning. Wholeness is returning. We can celebrate because God has broken in and he's leading me out. Come on, there's, there's some big chains that God wants fall, to fall off this morning because his victory has come. You know, and, and that's the context. Then he goes on, and there will be a hot and a highway will be there. God promises, I'm gonna make a way out of where you are. I'm gonna make a way out of where you're stuck. But I'm 1,500 miles from home. I'm in captivity. There's just wilderness. Yeah, but I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna walk with you out of this and I'm gonna make a way out of this and you're gonna be walking along singing because we're on our way home. Come on, there's a sound of celebration. There's a sound of victory because we're on our way home. And this is the content. And those the Lord had rescued will return, and they'll enter Zion with singing, and everlasting joy will crown their heads, and gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Come on, why do we celebrate? Not because we've arrived, but because he's broken in and rescued me. Come on, you're on your way to joy. Come on, you're on your way to singing. You're on your way to gladness. You're on the way to the end of sorrow and sighing because he hasn't left you in your captivity. He's breaking the chains to lead you out. I like that this is a commentary on Isaiah. He says this about this application. Two comings are described in this chapter, the coming of God to his people and the coming of the people to God's house. Both are necessary and this is the proper order. Feels like a weird thing, but I felt like God woke me up last weekend and just to tell people, God has broken through to you. The first move is not you're breaking out of your situation. The first move is God has broken through to you. Come on, if you feel alone, if you feel trapped, I've got good news for you. God has broken through to you. And then from that place, he walks with you out into your freedom. He walks with you out into your breakthrough. Be encouraged, God has broken through to you. You're not alone. You're not a victim of your circumstances. God has broken through to you. Uh, Isaiah 40, he looks forward to, and he's gone, hey, I'm able to bring comfort. I'm able to speak tenderly. I'm able to proclaim that her hard service is completed. This time of exile is over. And, and here's the message. And, and this is the context, a voice of one. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Get ready, because God is coming. He's prophesying to people in bond, get ready, God is making a way to you, and then he's gonna make a way for you out into your freedom. Don't compromise with your bondage. Don't settle for captivity. Your God is about to break into your world and lead you out. And the chains are about to fall off. And, and this is where I love this. You who bring good news to Zion, 
go up into a higher mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift, lift up your voice with a shout. Say to the towns of Judah, what? What's the first announcement of good news? Here is your God. Come on, here he is. He's come to you. He's arrived in your situation. You don't have to sort your stuff out and organize things and hopefully get to God. God comes to you precisely there. I got good news for you because the Bible tells me your God has arrived in your situation. If you're confused, I got good news for you. God is there. If you're lost, I got good news for you. God has broken through to you. If you're confused, if you're upset, if you're in darkness, I got good news for you this morning. Here is your God. Here is your God. Come on, he hasn't left you. He doesn't expect you to pull yourself up by your bootstrings to sort yourself up. The good, he comes to you to walk you out of that place. Again, a commentary. Nothing can prevent his swift coming to his people's aid. Neither mountains nor valleys. The highway will be level and straight so that God can come quickly. Come on, your God has come to the prisoners to lead you out with singing. God comes to you in your captivity to lead you out with singing. God comes to you in your bondage to lead you out with singing. He picks this up again, Isaiah. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the seas, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses. He's reminding them of the Exodus story. I've done it before, I'm gonna do it again. I led you out one time from Egypt. I can do it again and lead you out from Babylon. I don't care what bondage you're in right now. God's done it before, he'll do it again. Because that's what he's like. He's the God who comes to people in captivity, breaks through to them and walks them out. Come on, this is the God of the Bible. Goes on to say, and this is the context again of some of these famous verses. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness. I won't get you to put your hands up, but I wonder how many of us feel like there's some part of our life that's a wilderness. I got great news for you. God has arrived and he's making a way back out of that place. And you may not be at your final breakthrough yet, but I wanna tell you, you can start walking out with singing this morning. You can start walking out of those bondage. The devil wants to tell you, you're never getting out of this place. God says, good news, I've come here and we're walking out. I'm walking out of my loneliness. I'm walking out of my despair. I'm walking out of my discouragement. I'm walking out of just this feeling of wilderness. I'm walking into the purposes of God and I'm gonna sing and celebrate on the way. What's breakthrough about? We celebrate because God has broken through and God is leading you out. That's the story of the Old Testament. The story of the Exodus, the story of the Babylonian exile. They celebrate as they walk out of their captivity. They sing as they walk home on the way that God has made. No obstacle is too big. We've got to part the seas, I can do that. We've got to make a roadway in the desert, I can do that. We've got to destroy the gods of Egypt, I can do that. Nothing can stop God breaking into your situation and leading you out of that. Come on, are you ready for more? So what happens when we get to the New Testament with Jesus? Well, Jesus picks up all of these themes. So at the birth of, uh, or at the, when it's prophesied that John the Baptist uh, is coming, this is what his father says. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel. Why? Because he has come to his people. 
If you feel stink, if you feel guilty, if you feel a long way from God, if you don't feel like you could deserve God, I got good news for you. God has come to you precisely because that's a place of captivity. God always walks to the captives. God always breaks through to the captives. God always comes to people who feel a long way for him, from him so that the chains will come off. And, and why? Because he's come to bring salvation from our enemies. And what will you do, son? You'll be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord. Why? To prepare the way for him. God is always about making a way out of your captivity. God is always about making a way out of your situation. He doesn't often wave a magic wand and it all changes overnight, but he makes a way and he walks you out of there into something new. You know, in Luke 9, as Jesus was heading towards his uh, death and resurrection, uh, he says this, as it, this is his transfiguration, that he appears with um, Moses and Elijah, he's transformed as he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with about Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. In Greek, the word for this is about the exodus he was about to bring in Jerusalem. He's walking to Jerusalem like I'm in the exodus business. I'm about to defeat, not now, I'm about to defeat a spiritual empire that's holding people in bondage. I'm about to come to them in their captivity. I'm about to break every power that holds them, and I'm about to walk them out into freedom. I want you to know that Jesus, that's what he came to, he came to do another exodus. He came to you not because you're nice enough, you're good enough. He came to you precisely because you're in captivity, you're in bondage, you can't get free. That's why he came to you to launch a spiritual exodus out of your slavery and into your freedom. I got news for you today. He's broken through and he's leading you out. If you're trapped in guilt, he's leading you out. If you're trapped in shame, he's leading you out. If you're trapped in bondage, he's leading you out. He's making a way that you can walk out with singing and celebration you know and so what was happening on the cross he walked into our guilt he walked into our shame he walked into our darkness why to bring us out of there and ultimately with his resurrection i love these pictures the greatest enemy we face is death he walked into there so he could walk back out yeah you didn't get that the greatest thing that we face is you're going to die one day and he said, I'm going to walk into every part of their captivity. The greatest thing they face is death. I'm going to walk into there, and I'm going to walk back out with them. Come on. That's why every enemy is defeated. Every bondage. Everything that holds you. He has walked into your situation. You can say, well, God doesn't understand. Yes, he does. He's walked in there. He's broken in so he can walk you out of that place. You know, these are, I like this kind of image, a grave. A tomb, he walked into there so he could walk back out with you. I wonder what tomb you're stuck in this morning. I got good news for you. God walked into every part of that bondage to walk you out of there. And I love this bit of a, um, quite a famous painting of the resurrection. Shows him kind of holding people's arm. He's like, I'm coming up and I'm bringing a whole lot of people with me out of death. I'm bringing a whole lot of people out of darkness. I'm bringing a whole lot of people out of bondage. I walk precisely into their situation so I can walk you out of it. You might feel you're not good enough. That's the kind of people he walks in to grab your hand, say, come on, we're coming out of here. Come on, we're gonna start singing on the way because we're walking into our freedom. 
Come on, if, you, if you're a prisoner, if you're not good enough, you qualify for a rescue operation. You're precisely the person. He walks into those situations to grab your hand and walk you out of there. And so that's why this kind of language, if you start to see, he, since children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. He walked into your humanity. Why? So that by his death, he might break the power of him. He smashed everything that's holding you where you are. He's broken it. He's come to you and broken everything that's holding you. That is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. He knows exactly what's holding you in slavery. And he walked into that thing to grab your hand and walk you out of there with celebration and singing. You know, Colossians, he picked it up. When you were dead in your sins, the flesh, God made you alive, having canceled the charge of legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He's taken it away, nailing to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing, uh, triumphing over them by the cross. What happened in the Exodus? All of their gods are humiliated and he leads his people out. What happened on the cross? All of the powers of darkness have been publicly humiliated as he's led you out of your bondage. Come on, he wants to take your hand this morning and walk you out of your slavery towards your breakthrough. Second Timothy, this, uh, this, three lines down, this grace was given us from Christ Jesus, but has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to life. He is in the business of breaking through everything that's holding you back. Shame, disappointment, unforgiveness, bitterness, guilt. He is in the business of smashing those things. He walks into that place where you've got no hope on your own and he walks you out of there. Maybe I can get the musicians up. You know, I love this thing in Revelation when he announces it himself. Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and look, I am alive forever and ever and I hold the keys of death and Hades. How does God lead you to breakthrough? He walks into the depth of where you are. He smashes every power. He takes these keys and he unlocks everything that's stopping you breaking out. Come on, what's the wall that's stopping you walking into freedom this morning? Jesus won the keys for that. Jesus unlocked the way out of that place. Come on, you're on your way to freedom. You're on your way to breakthrough. You're on your way to wholeness. You're on your way to your destiny. Because he walked in there and grabbed the keys of those things. That's the gospel. You know, when Matthew talks about this, I'll tell you the truth. You're Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Often we picture like there's this, the kind of the, there's these places out there which have got walls and gates and kind of like we need to invade them and, and they're not going to stop us. But I want to suggest this. So what about this? That we are, we are locked inside the gate. And this message is his. Those gates can't stop you walking into your freedom. Come on, he's given you the keys because he won them. Come on, wherever you're stuck today, wherever you feel in prison, come on, those gates can't stop you walking out of that place. Come on, why? Because Jesus walked into that place and he smashed through every barrier, every wall, every gate, every chain, every lock that's keeping you there. And he's opened up a way for you to start walking out with singing. You know, I love the picture in 1 Corinthians, just talks at the end. He's been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 
if the older, older, ultimate enemy is death, Jesus is not satisfied till you come flying out of those tomb, tombs again. History finishes not with floating around in heaven, but with the final victory when you walk out of the tomb, when you walk out of death, when we're raised from the dead, because Jesus isn't satisfied till he's walked into every area of captivity, every area of bondage, and broken you out of that place. Come on, you're not there yet, but you're on your way. You're not there yet, but you're on your way. And after he's destroyed all dominion, authority, and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death. Come on, Jesus came, walked into your guilt and canceled our sin, walked into your shame and destroyed that. The end of history is you're gonna come out of the tomb and be alive again. In the meantime, on my way, walking from being set free to guilt, out of every chain, through every gate that's holding me, through every wall that's trying to hold me back. I'm guaranteed about what he's done. I'm guaranteed about what he's gonna do. And in the meantime, I'm on my way, singing and celebrating, walking through every gate that he's broken through. Can you get the confidence? He's done it for your guilt and shame. He's gonna do it for the fact that you died. In the meantime, he's walking you through progressive levels of freedom. Real simple verse. What is God like? He leads the prisoners out with singing. What does it mean to be a Christian? He broke into my world and he's leading me out with singing. He's leading me out with celebration. He's leading me towards his purpose. How about we stand? I don't know how you engage with God, whether it's close your eyes or raise a hand or two. Come on, where, where are you? I don't want to sound, sound negative, but where are you currently stuck? Come on, where do you feel like you're kind of alone in a dark place in a prison and around you there's just wasteland? Because I want to tell you that their enemy's bluffing. It's a lie. Because God has broken through to you. Come on, your marriage can be healed. Come on, your purpose. You can find significance. You can find career. Come on, I just want you for a minute to sense God has broken through to you. Help God say this. And I want to say this into your spirit. I have broken every barrier, every chain, every obstacle. Come on, you're free. Come on, you're free. Come on, you're free. Come on, start to just feel it. Come on, you're free. Come on, this is the business of heaven. This is the business of the Bible. This is the business of church. Come on, I've broken into your world and you're free. Come on, I've broken into you. Come on, I've broken into you. Come on, I've broken into you. Come on, I declare chains broken. Links of big chains like anchor lines broken off people's lives. Defeat broken. Humiliation broken. Come on, guilt broken. Hopelessness broken. Addiction broken. 
because He's broken into you. Come on, there is hope because He's broken into you. Holy Spirit, break in. Holy Spirit, break in. Holy Spirit, break in. Holy Spirit, break in and minister freedom to people. Come on, your, your cynicism, your addiction, your compulsion, God has broken through. Can you see? Can you see there's a way out? Come on, he's made a way out. And now like those pictures of resurrection, he takes your hand. And he says, come on, I'm going to lead you out. Come on, we're walking out of this place. Come on, we're walking forward. Come on, to purpose. We're walking forward to destiny. Come on, let him take your hand and start walking. And I love, he leads you, he leads the prisoners out with singing. Come on, let some, there comes God's anointing. Start to let the song well up. Start to sing along with him as he leads you out into freedom. Come on, let's sing this song.
prison falling off and you're stepping in to your inheritance. See, big anchor chains like they use on ships, massive links, like I could never break that. Yeah, but he's broken it. Because he's come to you and he's leading you out. Come on, nothing can stop it if you'll cooperate with it. Father, I pray for anything that's still incomplete, that you will bring a complete uh, revelation of freedom. God, tears would be wiped away. Wilderness would start blossoming. Joy in our step, confidence in our God. God, a belief that we're marching forward into freedom. Total expectation. Every wall I hit is going to fall down. Every gate I encounter is going to come over. And every chain I come up against is going to break. Every lock I encounter is going to open up in front of me. Because God has made a way. Come on, God has made a way. Come on, God has made a way. I just reckon it'd be great to kind of confess out of our own heart. Come on, God has made a way. We're on our way home. We're going to see breakthrough. Come on, let's sing it one more time. Let's, let's confess to God.